0: So I'm pretty excited because MIDI 2.0 is coming. MIDI 2.0? What the hell is that? I don't even know what a MIDI 1.0 is. MIDI stands for Musical Instrument Digital Interface. It came out in 1983. It was a collaboration between instrument manufacturers to try to create sort of a universal language for all these different components to speak so they could talk to each other. If you aren't familiar with MIDI, uh, I can't overstate its importance and its ubiquity in the music industry. I mean, not only does it communicate musical notes, but it also, even just for synchronizing time and tempo, it's invaluable. They even use it for lights. Uh, it, it's everywhere. Recording, composing, performing, it's, it's, it's everywhere. If you've ever looked on the back of like a, pian- a, a keyboard and you'll see that little five-pin port that's that's the traditional midi connection yeah like i said it was it started in 1983 and almost 40 years later in january 2020 the midi association has come out with its fancy new update there have been some upgrades to midi over the years namely uh midi over usb i guess is probably the biggest one and something called mpe which i'll talk about later so something this big being updated is obviously a huge deal why marcus why is there a 2.0 what are the advantages over 1.0? So firstly, it's bi-directional, whereas in the past you would have a master or a sender and then you would have a receiver or the slave. Don't at me. Those are the industry terms. I didn't come up with them. So it was really only a one-way sort of communication. I'm telling you what to do. You need to listen to me. I'm the, I am the, th- the one controlling this, just like my last relationship. Uh, Another thing that MIDI 2.0 can do is uh, auto-mapping. So in the past, you would have to, even if you had this fancy, smancy controller with all these buttons, most of the time what you would have to do is program it manually. You'd have to push one button at a time and go into your software and and tell it, okay, listen, I'm going to push a button, and this is what I want this button to do. Especially if you're trying to get two different devices, two different MIDI devices from two different manufacturers to try to communicate to each other. A lot of times you have to do this manual programming and you'd have to crawl through this, you know, 200 page booklet to figure out what all these messages are and what, what that specific device is trying to say, what specific digital word that device is saying when you push that specific button. And then you would have to sort of translate it yourself word by word basically is what you're doing. And that's if you're lucky. That's if the installation manual is easy to read. It's in English or even physically available. I mean, even looking on the internet, some of these things can be hard to find in the year of our Lord 2021. Um, Another thing that kind of goes along with this is they have uh, profiling, so they have automatic profiling. So every device knows what every other device is with MIDI 2.0 and what it can do. And in theory, this can also eliminate compatibility issues because, like I said, I've had I've had personal experience with this is you hook up a controller and you don't have the drivers for it, you know, you don't have the software for it, you, or, you know, it's not compatible with a new version of Windows or Mac or whatever, or it's not compatible with your your particular music production software, and it's just a headache. So in theory, this could eliminate that too with these universal profiles. So it'll say... I'm a guitar controller, I'm a keyboard, I am a drum machine, and this is all the buttons that I have, and this is what they do. Hey, good looking. Want to exchange protocol sometime? (laughs) It's basically speed dating for machines. Uh, MIDI 2.0 also has higher bandwidth and higher resolution. So MIDI 1.0 is what you would call a 7-bit scheme. That's a potential value of... The 7-bit, so if you break that down mathematically, that's a 128 values, whereas MIDI 2.0 is 32-bit, which is equivalent to 4.2 million values. And if that doesn't mean anything to you, just kind of think of it like, um, it's an oversimplification, but think of it like how we used to have standard definition television, now we have high definition television. And that also allows for more analog-like control. If you were to look at the information that it's getting, it would look at like a staircase. MIDI 1.0 would look like a staircase, and MIDI 2.0 would look like a, a smooth sine wave. So, for your like you gamers out there, think of it of the difference between your shoulder buttons and your trigger. There's a lot more information that can be sent, and it's a lot smoother rather than. Or think of it like a D-pad versus an analog stick, basically. If none of that makes sense, you know, I'll post some videos to hopefully do some demonstrations and explain it better than I can. Now, one great thing about MIDI 2.0 is that it's backwards compatible. So you don't have to be worried about your MIDI 1.0 gear just suddenly stop working or being completely obsolete. So basically what happens is, if you think of it like this, MIDI 1.0 is kind of like Latin and MIDI 2.0 is like English. So imagine your devices are speaking Latin to each other, and then one of them says, of them "says Hey, do you speak English?" And it says, "Yes, okay." So now we have a lot more. We have a lot more ways to express ourselves. We have a lot more things to say, like a bigger lexicon. And if it doesn't, then it's just like, "Okay." Then, then obviously you'll, you'll switch it will revert back to 1.0. Some MIDI 1.0 devices can actually use some MIDI 2.0 features. Uh, whether that's through like a firmware update or something like uh, the existing VST3 plugins already support the kind of things that MIDI 2.0 can do. Not only is MIDI 2.0 backwards compatible, but it's also future-proofed. They left some space on the protocol for future messages or to put it in another way, think of it like uh, blank pages in the MIDI dictionary, you know, for new words, basically. Along with this, obviously, there's going to be new MIDI 2.0 hardware. There's some cool demonstrations uh, like Yamaha had one demonstration where they had a per note pitch bend on a keyboard. So after you push the key down, you can kind of move your finger around and modulate the sound that way. We've done so many things with MIDI 1.0. And like I said, it's almost 40 years old at this point for anybody who's interested. Like I mentioned before, MPE allows us to do some really cool things like the Linstrument I came across recently by Roger Lynn. I'll post a link to it. It's pretty crazy what you can already do. The ability of expression is exponentially higher. Like we don't even really know what kind of crazy things we can do with it right now. I mean, right now, the only devices that I've seen so far just kind of take advantage of the auto mapping and the analog-like control because of the higher resolution. So hopefully we'll push new frontiers musically. I mean, not me, but, you know, people who are more talented than me but it will take some time because these new devices aren't even in people's hands yet. And obviously my mind goes to people like harmonics and Tetsuya Mizuguchi, or even you look at things like the Jamstick or the seaboard rise or, uh, Imogen heaps, MIDI gloves and things we can't even really imagine right now. So yeah, obviously I'm pretty excited. Um, I don't know how to end this, uh, Hopefully somebody can come up with a digital protocol that can write jokes for me and insert a musical pun here. Thanks. Some other musical stuff. Do you enjoy the show and want to help it grow? Don't hesitate. Like, share, and donate.